My name is Ty French, and this is my podcast. That's why it's called the Ty French Podcast. Guys, today I have the one, the only, the icon, the legend, yes. Brielle Bierman. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, guys. What is up? Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, baby. So if you guys don't know who Brielle Bierman is because you've been living under a rock, yep. she is reality TV gold. Her mom was an original OG, Real Housewife of Atlanta. And then got her huge spinoff, Don't Be Tardy. Yep. How many seasons did that go on for? It was eight seasons long. Eight long ass seasons of Don't Be Tardy. Um, Find me another spinoff that went eight seasons. I'll wait. I'll wait too. Because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I want to hear how we met from your perspective. <clears throat> so we met back in 2016 yep. in December. So I was going to Hair by Chrissy. Hair Shout God, out. Hair we legend. love you. We love you. Um, I was going to Hair by Chrissy and I came to LA with my mom and we were out here and she was like, you have got to meet Ty. You're going to love him. Blah, blah, blah. He's a photographer. He's going to take some pictures. So Ty walks into the room and I'll <laughs> literally never forget just his, his aura, his energy was something that was like instantly. I was like, you're going to be my new best friend, whether you want to be or not. And I remember we left together. We went to like go have lunch or something like he just was driving me around. And I thought I was going to die, by the way, because this motherfucker drives like, am I allowed to cuss on this? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This motherfucker drives like a lunatic. He was in a red Jetta. (laughs) Her name was Fergie and RIP Fergie. We loved her. Fergie, goodbye, Fergie. Okay, we're done with you. Um, no, uh, we went and had lunch. And like ever since then, like it's been like anytime I'm in LA or Ty would even come to Atlanta, like my mom's birthday or just come honestly to hang out. Like we go on a lot of trips together and he really is like one of my best friends, one of the closest people to me and someone I really trust. And I just will never forget how we met and where we are now. Oh my gosh, I love you. Wow, that was like so much better than I could have put it. (laughs) Yeah, so we met and so I was a photographer for Hair by Chrissy and I remember literally me and Kendall Evans or... Kendall, what's her? I don't even know her last name. Highs do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Kendall. You will always be Kendall Evans to me. Sorry, Zach. (laughs) But so we were in Hawaii together and we were shooting like braids and stuff for Hair by Chrissy. And I remember we were in like her suburban. And Chrissy's like, okay, I just got this email that this reality star wants me to do her hair. And Chrissy hadn't done anyone like big up until this point. And we were like, who? Who is it? And she was like, this reality star named Kim. And we were like, Kim Kardashian wants you to do her hair? Like, we were like, what? And she was like, no, she's like a housewife, Kim Zolciak. And we were like, oh, like, we don't know who that is. Like, at this point, I had never seen any real housewives, which is shocking because if you listen to last week's episode, you know, I am literally a diehard fan now. But I had never seen, like, any reality TV other than the Kardashians. And we were still like, whatever, like, do it. Like, that's so cool. And then... I don't know if it was the first time she did it or the second time, but it was in LA and I lived in LA and I needed to get my hair done. 
And so then, no, the, yeah, the first time we just shot. And then the second time I was getting my hair done next to you and your mom. Yep. And I remember like we were just all just sitting there hanging. And then your mom was like, I'm planning a surprise birthday for her. Like this dinner. Can you come take the pictures? And I was like, oh, yeah, great. Of course. And then she was like, but also you have to drive her around all day because <laughs> she like doesn't know that it's happening. And you have to bring her to the dinner. And at this point, this is like the second time I had hung out with you. And I was like, uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to keep her busy for like eight hours. <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, persuade her to go to a very specific dinner location <laughs> at a certain time. I don't know. I don't know how we pulled it off, but it was so fun. And literally, ever since then, we've just been, like, like literally or, like, family to me. You're so yeah. funny. I wish that people probably just assume so much about people that are on TV or people that are celebrities or that are... I don't know. You're just, like, so genuine. You're so nice. You're so down to earth. You're so giving. And I just love you. I love you more. Um, so we go first off. We have to we have to talk about the Bahamas. So <laughs> which trip? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which time? So we go to the Bahamas like almost every year for actually her, her birthday. the the that LA birthday my twentieth is what sparked ever since then. And Elizabeth came to surprise me, and I was with Ty. I was like, we're gonna do this every year. Uh huh. And so now it's like a. If you miss one birthday trip, you're not no, invited I'm ever again. I'm done. And I'm like, I just can't wait till I'm like 50. And I'm like, holy shit, we've been doing this for 30 years, guys. <laughs> like, It's like our adult spring break. No, it really is. Yeah. We spent her birthday together every year since that first one. And the so the first one was in L.A. The second one was in Vegas, Vegas, yep. then Miami. Mm-hmm. No, then, no. Or second it was, one was Miami, yeah, yeah, Miami then, then Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And then it's been the Bahamas ever since. Ever right. Since, yeah. And just to put into perspective how good of a friend Brielle is and how much of a ride or die she is this last year in the Bahamas. We go. Obviously, you know, Tequila is out in full force. She she's crazy. She doesn't know when to stop. You're in the Bahamas. It's hot. You're sweaty. I didn't have water for days. My stomach is a barren desert. No food, <laughs> no water, no sleep. I don't only think we clothes. Ate. No, I literally did not eat. And so then the last day I'm, I get up, I pack my bags, we're good. We go down to brunch to before we leave for our flight. And I start to feel a little ill. <laughs> you were like shaking, sweating profusely. You couldn't like, it was, I've never seen anything like this. It, it was dark. Life. It was dark. So then I was like, okay, I got I think I got to go throw up. For those of you that are fellow drinkers, you know, sometimes if you are sick and you're hungover, but you also didn't eat or drink water the day before, it's like, you feel like you have to throw up, but there's literally nothing to throw up. So then I go back to the table. I keep going back and forth. And then they finish breakfast. We go out. And I'm like, guys, I don't know if I can go on the flight. Like, I literally don't think I will make it. And we're sitting outside on these chairs outside of the breakfast place. And all of a sudden, I look at Brielle. And I can't even talk. My whole face cramps up. My hands cramp. Like, I drop my phone to the ground. I, I no joke, think I am having a stroke. <laughs> I literally thought I was going to die and all the only word I could say, like literally tears going down my face. I'm like, Brielle, <laughs> Brielle. And she's like, what? I'm like, I'm not okay. I and was like, you, you need to go get a medic. Our flight is like, everybody's going to different locations and we all have a flight scheduled around the same time. And it's like, we had to leave right then and there or we were not going to get out of, of the Bahamas that day. We literally had to make a decision right then. And immediately she was just like, do you want me to change my flight? I'll change your flight. I'll get us an extra room. And I was like, that, if you know anything about me, all my friends know, like, that is so not like me. I am a rally queen. I call myself the BBQ. I'm a bounce back queen. <laughs> I can make it through anything. 
And this is one of those moments where I was like, no, I actually need a medic. Hmm. Guess what? The medic was out that day. There was no one. There was no one to give me an IV or nothing. And so I was like, whatever, I'll make it. I'll, I'll make it. I got it. So we get to the car, we load up all the bags. And then literally as we're about to get in the car, I was like, well, I'm not going home. Like I can't because they just had a quick flight to Atlanta. I had to go, go on to a JFK. three hour flight to JFK and then like a six hour flight to LA and then drive home. I was just like, that is so not in the cards for me. <laughs> And she was like, okay, I'm making an, ex- an executive decision. We're not going. We extended another night. She stayed with me. She got me Pedialyte, got me Snickers because that's the only thing I could keep down. <laughs> we what were- did you say about Snickers and why that was good? Snickers. <laughs> so Ty's like dying, right? And I'm like, you need substance. So I go into like this little convenience store. I get the Pedialyte and I'm like, this motherfucker needs to eat a food. So I grab a Snickers because a Snickers is like a full course meal. <laughs> That's what my mom always told me because it's like got got the perfect amount of protein, like it's all, got carbs, all shit, carbs, protein, fat, everything that you need. And so I was like, oh, perfect. So I got like three king size Snicker bars, and I'm like, Tyson, you got to eat this. And he's like, what the fuck? Like he could not understand why this was important. I don't know. Maybe my mom's like ridiculous, and that's just what she. But tells no, herself. because that shit worked. <laughs> that brought me back to life. I literally swear I had like four Snickers that day and Pedialyte, and I was good to go. No, mind you guys, the weather there is absolutely beautiful this day, like <laughs> stunning. And we just sat in the bed together and watched like four movies. I don't even know the- what we watched. I do remember watching that Lady Gaga thing. Always the Versace. What was it? What was Versace. She Maybe not Versace. What was she? Gucci. Gucci. Oh, House, House of, of Gucci. Gucci. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, and then oh my gosh, we went literally in our pajamas down to the, the lobby for dinner. Restaurant. <laughs> it was like- so nice. We got like all this seafood and we got it to go. But they were like, "Wait, we don't get food to go." And we're like, "Can you just do a solid, please?" And so we sat at the bar while they were doing it, and all these couples were coming in, like dressed so nice. We left with I cannot even tell you the size of bags of. <laughs> we ordered one fish. of everything. It, and then we didn't eat any of it. No. It was so it was shocking. Nasty. We had like ice cream in a cup. L- and like literally soups and cups. And we soups were, and like, cups. Oh my gosh. Eating it like that. But yeah, I stayed the next day and listen to this shit. <laughs> I stay the ne- I stay with him. None of my friends are real ones, clearly. Like, I don't trust any of these motherfuckers <laughs> now. Like, I'm getting a whole new friend group because they're assholes. So I don't like to fly alone, period. Especially for Oh, I forgot about this part. This is the worst part. So I stay the next day. Just me and Tyson. We stay. We get. So he was going to actually leave on a flight the next day after me because he's a real one. And he was like, I want to make sure you get to the airport and like, you're good, whatever. It was so expensive. I was like, hell no, you just take the the one that leaves two hours before me. I'll just chill at the airport for two hours. We get there at 12 because his flight's at two. He gets on his flight and I'm talking, I walk maybe 10 steps away from saying goodbye to Tyson. And I get an email. Your flight has been delayed from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I just sit there and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Then it gets delayed to 9 p.m. 10. I'm like, is the plane even coming? I'm stranded in the Bahamas at the airport for about 12 hours. Meanwhile, my plane already like left, left the gate. So I couldn't I couldn't even get off if I wanted to. And I didn't know then my plane took off. I didn't know if she got on a plane. <laughs> I didn't know if she was still in the thing. I think literally by the time I landed, you were still there. Yeah. No, I think I got home in my bed before. you. I did. did. Yeah. Literally. So what happened was the plane like redirected to Jacksonville from Atlanta because something there was a mechanical issue. So I'm sitting there calling my mom like if this plane shows up, do I even want to get on this plane? Am I going to crash in the ocean? Then there's a thunderstorm. 
all this shit. I'm like, mom, I can't do it, but I'm not going to stay in a foreign country alone. Cause I, like, clearly I? that's so sad. I felt terrible. I remember telling the Delta gate agent. Cause like I had like a watch and jewelry and necklaces and like a bag full of just purses and shoes. And I was like, Hey, if this flight <laughs> gets canceled or something like do you know someone safe? Can I come home with you basically? Because <laughs> I don't know. Like Bahamas is chill and all, but it's still a foreign country. It's scary to I'm travel petite. anywhere like as a girl, like a yeah. young girl. Like you don't know these days. The no. world is scary. And like, I don't know where I would have gone. I'm not getting in a fucking Uber. Oh, outside. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I can, I literally forgot about that. I think I blocked that out of my memory because I, didn't. I felt so bad. <laughs> it was like the worst day of my life. And then I got food poisoning the next day. So it was just like a terrible. No, like, like, like food poisoning to where you were hospitalized, oh, yeah. right? I was hospitalized for, and Croy was like, honey, people don't go to the hospital for food poisoning. I was like, literally I thought I was having a heart attack because I was profusely like throwing up and shitting. It was terrible. I was like, (laughs) had the trash can at my toes while my ass is on the toilet. So I was just like bent over and it was like every four minutes. It was like having contractions. Like I was timing it like every four minutes. Something was coming out of one end. And this happened for four hours. And my heart rate was like, I couldn't feel my heartbeat at one point. And I was like. Oh, I'm going to my God. They actually had to give me three bags of fluids because I was so dehydrated and sick. And they were like, thank God you actually did come. Good. But like, let's just say we both went through a lot those (laughs) those those few few days. But it was so weird because our friend group that we were in the Bahamas with didn't experience any of that. Like we had a ball all together. And the second they all left, it was just like. 48 hours from hell for you and I. (laughs) Yeah, literally like the worst two days of my life. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. That is insane. Yeah, Yeah, but basically, fuck them. I'm not gonna hang out with any of them anymore because they weren't real ones. Yeah, no, no, f all y'all. We hate you. It's just us. Yeah, we hate you. Um, so last week on the podcast, I talked about my thoughts on reality TV, my favorite shows. I wanted to kind of talk about like your experience off of like growing growing up in reality TV and you know, like what you felt like growing up or like how how you felt when your mom started the show and et cetera, et cetera. So basically it started when I was 10 and my sister was five years old. We didn't really know what was going on. Um, my mom and Nini were best friends. We lived like right across from each other. And Nini calls my mom one day and is like, I'm filming a pilot for a TV show. It's called like Betty, Buckhead Betty's or something. And my Stop, mom, that is not what it was called. Buckhead Betty's. That's what it was supposed, or something like stupid like that. Thank God they changed it. I know, right? And my mom was like, are we filming a fucking porno? Like, because it sounded <laughs> that like sounds super. sounds like a literal porno. Yeah, it sounded, and so whatever. So it was supposed to originally be an all black cast. They did not want Kim on the show at all or whatever. They She just came to film the pilot. She gets there and they're like, we love this crazy lunatic. Because if you guys have seen the show, you know, <laughs> you know Kim you know. is an interesting person. And this is also, let me just preface this. This is why I like just have so much respect for your mom. And the other girls nowadays just aren't doing it the same because nowadays like reality TV is so popular and you know, like you know that that can catapult you into stardom to where this is, what year is this even? 2007 or Like, eight? this is, like, before even the peak of, like, the Kardashians or anything. Yeah. Like, and so she, her going on and who she was and all the iconic things she said, it's like, that is literally just who she was. Yeah. Like, that was her with or without cameras yeah. because she didn't even know what reality TV was I or think, what it was going to turn into. I think the only thing that was really on TV then that was reality was, like, flavor of love. <laughs> and simple life literally that's it literally so we were so they filmed this pilot they get a call they're like we need you on the show um my mom's like okay like i don't know what the hell this is but i didn't know either i was 10 years old ariana was five we didn't know what was gonna happen 
stupid me okay i'm sitting here like as the show's airing and whatnot accepting everybody on facebook i'm like accept 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 <laughs> like i don't know who like why my mom let me like have a facebook at i'm 11. dead yeah, she did so i'm accepting everybody and all of a sudden i start getting these messages like your mom's a whore <gasps> like just saying all these terrible things and i'm like what's a whore like, yeah yeah what is, i'm like mom what does this mean so at a really young age it was i was exposed to a lot of different things that people don't really have to go through like right. they're, they're talking shit about me they're talking shit about my family like saying this and that and we kind of, um, Ariana, I would say, even though we went through it at the same time, we were five years apart or we are five years apart, but we had totally different experiences. Totally. I had to grow up a lot quicker because I was older and I had to like experience it. Ariana, we kind of sheltered from things like that. Right. Like, we right. hid the things that people were saying from her. My mom even has like this thing on Instagram now where she can delete comments from our post without mm. us seeing them if we want, just because people are so crazy. So growing up and going through that, I had to really like grow up so fast and it made me super, super strong. Like Ariana's not as strong as I am in the sense of like- <laughs> We love you, Ariana. <laughs> we love you, Ariana. But she can't really deal with her emotions from what people say. Like she can't, she can't separate the fact that these people don't truly know you. Right, they see right. you for 30 minutes once a week for three months right, out of right. the year. They don't know who you really are. And we also show what we want to show. Like right, there's a right. persona. Like I'm not really as stupid as this show has made me seem. <laughs> it's like I'm like Paris Hilton, okay? She yeah, yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. a dumbass, but she's actually one of the smartest right, fucking totally. people in the world. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to give off. Yeah. Here, okay. Yeah. Do you think that like because obviously Ariana was how old when you she guys started? Was five. Like, so her whole life, she grew up on this. Do you remember, like, a lot of life, like, before reality TV? Oh, yeah. Like, before the show, or, like, a couple years before the show, we were... My mom had me at 18. My mom had Ariana at 22 or 23. Um, my mom worked three jobs. I mean, she was working from 5 a.m. in hospice care to 2 a.m. at a restaurant at the strip club like literally my favorite Hell restaurant yeah. ever uh the <laughs> cheetah so she was like grinding and hustling we had no money i remember there were so many times that we would go to applebee's i love their chicken alfredo okay <laughs> we would go to app now you couldn't pay me to go to an applebee's oh but i still love applebee's Ooh, <laughs> their buffalo like appetizer yum Ooh, really <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but so I remember like my mom would not eat because she couldn't afford for me and Ariana to eat. Like I remember like really like and I think that's one of the reasons why Ariana and I are still like stayed true to ourselves and stayed grounded. And also growing up in Atlanta versus like L.A. or somewhere else is super humbling because people don't give a fuck. Like totally. I still got to have a normal childhood. I still got to go have fun. Like I always say I'm like Hannah Montana. Ooh. Like I have the best of both worlds. Like some people know who I am and that's really fun. Yeah. And people don't. And that's even better. You yeah. know. So it's like I would never want to be to a level of like the Kardashians where I can't openly go to Target in my sweats and look fucking crazy without being recognized, totally. which still does happen sometimes. But it's not every single person. Yeah. yeah I can yeah, still yeah. be me. And. That's super humbling too. Totally, totally. Do you remember like when when she got the call and when she filmed the pilot, was there ever like a sit down conversation with you to be like, do you care if I do this? Do you want me to do this? Not really. It was just kind of like my mom and I, my mom and all of her kids actually, all my siblings, our relationship, I'd say my mom's like a unicorn of a mother because it's never been... It's it's more of a best friend with guidance. Yeah. I mean, and there's obviously that level of respect there. Like, I'm never going to disrespect my mom no matter how much we're best friends. Totally. But it's not a super, like, authoritative type of relationship with any of the kids. Right. Um, she wants it to be super open and honest. And, like, she knows every dick I've touched. Like, she knows <laughs> things that you don't want people to know. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't tell your mom the things that we that we tell our mom. Right. Um, but it was never like that because it was always an open discussion of, like, if you don't like it, quit. And yeah. I actually did make 
make her quit season five of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. So, Is that when she went off for the first time? Yeah. Okay, so there okay. was there was a scene where she was pregnant and they were saying she's lying about her due date or something. Um, I don't remember because I've actually never really watched Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right. I've seen like the scenes that I'm in, some of them. Yeah. But back then, like I don't remember now. Yeah. Um, I've watched the first episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta just recently and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so I need to start this show because my mom is not who I think it's she is. It's so like, funny because I started watching it like... After I'd only I had known you for like maybe like three years. And then yeah. I was like, what is this? I got to watch it because especially even like I feel like even when I met you at first, like I wasn't really in the gay scene yeah. at all. Like yeah. I was obviously out, but I like didn't go to gay bars or anything. And the gays, the gays love the housewives. Oh, the gays yeah. love reality TV. And so as I started to get more into that and like my friends introduced me to Drag Race, then I kind of got introduced to Housewives. And then I was like, oh, OK, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit. I'm going to go through. I'm going to watch the whole season. And I don't know, it is. It's so funny to watch it from the start. You need to because literally your mom is a legend. Yeah, she's crazy. The the there was some drama going on on this episode. And my mom calls me from the parking lot and she's super upset and she's like crying. And my mom she doesn't really cry like that. She's not she's like me. We're not very emotional. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um she calls me crying and I start crying and I'm like, please quit the show. I'm like begging her to quit, not knowing that we were gonna get our own spinoff. I right. was like, just quit. Like fuck it. We don't need the show. Like right. It's not, it's not bringing us any joy. Yeah. So let's fucking end it. Yeah. And I, and, you didn't, and she didn't need it for the money. No, yeah. I was like, quit the show. And she was like, you know what? I am. So she walked off. She didn't even finish the rest of the season. Like she was done. Yeah. Um, she called Andy Cohen and said, we're done here basically. And two months later she got offered her own show and the rest is history. She actually to go back to housewives. She said that they don't have enough money for me to go to housewives. They wanted her to come for like three episodes or something. And she was like, pay me x y and z thinking they weren't gonna say right. yes and they did and she was like well shit okay i guess i'll go i guess i'll fucking go yeah yeah so so how do, how do you feel like people growing up at school reacted to you being on tv like especially when you first were on it when you were what literally 10 grade, versus yeah. like all throughout high school because high school's hard enough uh yeah so um i remember i do remember being in like fourth grade fourth grade is when we kind of started everything um, when I was in fourth grade, I remember being like, oh, guys, like my mom's going to be on TV because yeah. like I watched like Disney Channel. Right. So I was thinking yeah. like I'm going to see her like Hannah Montana. Right, right. And they're like, no, she's not like, no, she's not. And then she was on TV. But it was super difficult um, in high school because I grew up with the same people from third grade to basically ninth grade. And then I moved to ninth grade. And I went to a new high school, but I'm not walking into this. And that's when we started filming. Don't be tardy. Mm. I'm not walking into the school or anywhere and being like, I'm Brielle Zolciak right, at right, the right. time. Like, I'm not like, that's I have a TV so not show. who you are. No, like, like, just even now, like, you're so low key and like shy. And I feel like reserved in settings where like, you don't know people. Yeah, for sure. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm like, <laughs> actually like one of the shyest people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so. People started to find out, obviously, because like right. they look, follow you on Instagram and they see I have like 100,000 followers and I'm 14 and they're like, what yeah. the fuck do you yeah, do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so it was really like after like a month of being at this new school, I started getting every day I'd log on Twitter, obviously, and I would see just like Brielle thinks she's the shit, like fuck her, like she's not even cute, she has no style. People would make fun of me. I remember You're I like, worked. who has style when they're 14? Yeah, and it was like every upperclassman was just like shitting on me. I actually yeah. got beat up freshman year, like physically, what? like punched, like hair pulled, like all this. Like people were so mean that I never went to school. Um, I mean, I would go for the important classes and I'd probably leave by like 1 p.m. Or, or noon every single day because I just couldn't be there. People yeah. were so mean for no reason. And like, honestly, I don't think I deserved that because <laughs> no. I was 
I mean, nobody deserves that, but I was not out there doing any of these things. Like I was just keeping to myself. I yeah. had like three friends yeah. and I mean, like I wasn't, I didn't even, we weren't what we are now. So right. like, shit, if I'm going to walk in anywhere, yeah. I'm going to do it now yeah, and act yeah, yeah. like that. But, totally. um, yeah. Do you feel like, so do you feel like you were like a part of like the quote unquote, like popular crowd or like, no, not, not my freshman year. Freshman year was people were so mean. I didn't have like. I had three friends and then the one of my friends beat my ass and then the two <laughs> took the side, like literally. Um, so I'm shocked. I had no friends freshman year, but then, then as time went on, like I went to different schools, I found like my group, I, yeah. me and Elizabeth went to high school together oh, and Ariel. So we were like all like best friends and like that was different because those were people that I knew who actually liked me for me. Like right. it's funny because like some people may listen to this that are like fans or like follow the show or follow yeah. me and they're, they think it's like, you know, they like me and things like that. Yeah. My friends don't give a fuck. Like yeah, they're yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you guys think I like, like if anything, they like make fun of you yeah, for no, it. No, they're like, bro, who the fuck do you think? Yeah. You are? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Guys, great. Like, Hannah Montana. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you wish people knew about the behind the scenes of reality TV and like production that like the average person might not know? I think that, so our crew for don't be tardy specifically, we pick the crew. So we've had the same mm. crew for eight seasons. Um, give or take a couple people who are busy, but um, we've had the same people. So it becomes like a family. Right. And what I really love about our show is that we made it to where the cameras are supposed to be hidden. Like they're supposed to, to the viewer, like you're not, they're not there. You know what right. I mean? When the crew would do something funny, like our camera guys would pan to the producer right. and you would see them react and we would include that in the show. Cause it's, that's really what's happening yeah. and we're so close with them and whatnot. But um, like I we would love personally when I watch reality TV, I love when they break the, what do they call it? The third wall, the yeah, fourth the third, wall. Yeah. I love when that happens yeah. because that's when, you know, like something's like so real that yeah. they're like willing to give they're they're willing to get rid of the illusion of this like scene, you know? I think that people think that reality TV is scripted or fake and it is, let me tell you, at least the shows I've been on, it is not. Uh, we had the, we're super lucky that Don't Be Tardy was just family based. I mean, I literally said it was the best job in the world because I get paid to hang out with my family right. and my friends. Yeah, you don't have to have like drama with this like girl no. group or whatever. Yeah. Like, but there's no there's no script. I mean, sure, there's like, let's say Ty and I are doing this podcast and they're filming it right now. Like, right. they're not. I have to set up like in an interview where I have to talk to my mom and be like, oh, I'm going to do this podcast. Like yeah. things like that are just like filler things for the viewers to understand. But it's not fake conversation. It's not scripted. Totally. It's just like so it makes sense. Real, uh, real Housewives of Atlanta is fucking real. Let me tell you. OK, <laughs> I was hiding in the house when at Nini's house when Kenya was talking about me sucking John Legend off. So. <laughs> And my mom threw that glass. Like I was oh there. Like that gosh. is some real ass shit. They yeah. definitely um wait, so what happened there? Like, give me a lowdown <laughs> of that. Cause I still don't even think I really know the full like tea. I think you've told me before, but so basically, like, you're not I wasn't supposed to go to this party, okay? Mm -hmm. But me and Brandon were at Nini, like in the area, and my mom, I just This is like what season? <clears throat> this is whatever season Kim went back on for like three episodes. Okay. Um like 12 so, or something i think this is 2017 18 ish okay. like okay. 2016 somewhere between 2016 yeah. and 18 so we're in the area and i've known brent nini's son like my whole i mean nini and i used to be neighbors i've known her since i was like in, in first or second grade like right. she's like family to me yeah. still even yeah know, given everything yeah, yeah yeah um so me and brandon go and we go hang out with brent she's nini's having this party or whatever i tweeted from my mom's phone because we're friends with Chrissy Teigen and Chrissy Teigen is funny as fuck. Okay. Yeah. She, if you know her humor, like this tweet's really not that out outlandish, yeah. but it is because it came from my mother. Yeah. But, but if you also, know my like, mother, even if you know your mother, yeah, yeah it's like, it's she like, has just a, like that crass sense of humor, which 
anyone that's funny has that sense of humor. So. Yeah, which is going back to like, we don't have the normal dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I took the phone and I was like, we should fuck with Chrissy Teigen. Let's tweet. Because my mom was like, oh, DMing her about getting the tickets to yeah. the concert. So I said, Chrissy would find this funny. Let's tweet like, who does Brielle have to blow? Yeah. To I say that about getting a bag of Cheetos. Yeah, like, like, who do I have to suck off to like get a drink around here? Yeah, like, literally. that's just like people's type of humor. It's a joke. Like, it's not. That's just who we are. Yeah. And people took it. Oh my god! Like, you're are a crazy. prostitute. Yeah. She's whoring out her, her daughter. daughter. Yeah. Like, get up. Give me a break, yeah, really. Like, come on. So Kenya brings that up, and my mom just fucking threw a glass at her and was like, "Fuck you." I bitch. would too. Like, if you accuse my daughter of being a prostitution whore <laughs> engaged nineteen, 19 times, times. <laughs> then I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah. Uh, especially because, like, Kenya knows that that's a freaking joke. Yeah. Like, and it's like you're just gonna twist my words because I feel like from day one they want her to be the villain. What people don't know also. Is that after that, I'm we're outside and my mom's leaving and my mom's screaming at Kenya and all this. I'm no the cameras film this. I don't know why they don't air. Yeah. Like it pisses me off because they air what they want to air, and this right. would have made so much sense. But I'm looking at Kenya. I'm 20 years old, and I'm like, Kenya, I'm right here. You want right. to talk shit? Talk shit to my talk Ooh. talk to me right now. Yeah. And she's just standing there, like looking at me, not saying anything. Yeah. I'm like, Kenya, like hello. I'm literally in her face. Almost Ugh. a disrespectful amount of like closeness. Yeah. And I'm like, speak to me. Like, yeah. don't talk shit to my mom. Like, if you want to talk shit, do it to my yeah, fucking yeah. face. Yeah, you want to call me a whore? Call me a whore to me. Yeah, hello. And then yeah. I'll fucking check you real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was raised by Kim. I know how to <laughs> hold my own. Okay. I'm dead. But I do want to touch on the fact. Let's go to Roachgate real yeah, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because this happened that night. What people have so misconstrued is I was in Nini's bathroom. I was taking a video because the mirror, she has a mirrored like armwire dresser type like sink thing. She doesn't have a mirror on the wall. I don't know why. That's just how it is. Yeah. So I was on the floor and I was taking a video and I walk outside and I'm like, Brandon, look at how weird like the there's no mirror. Like, yeah. Look at here. I mean, I was like. You know, talk shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Brandon, look at this. And he goes, Bitch, there's a roach on the floor. Oh, and I'm like, my What? Gosh. So I go back in there and I like took a video so I could show my mom when we left. Yeah. I did not post this video. I didn't send this video anywhere. Like, my mom was, my mom specifically, Bravo asked for this video so many times because when I told my mom, she was still mic'd up. Yeah. Bravo asked for this video so many times, or our producers, not Bravo. My mom said, Do not send it to them. Yeah. Nini was talking shit in Africa or wherever they were when my mom didn't go on this trip and the producer told us and my mom was like, send me that fucking video yeah, and yeah. sent it to Nini. Nobody posted it. Nini posted it herself. Right. Nini made the whole thing a big, right, big ordeal right. for no reason. Yeah. I mean, I think that her post was like super funny where she's like, Brielle, you got yeah. cockroaches falling out your pussy, like all this. <laughs> I was laughing, but I woke up. I was actually in LA when I woke up to this. This was six months after I took this video. Okay. Yeah. I woke up to probably... 10,000 DMs oh saying, kill yourself, you racist bitch. Wait, hold up. What? I can't even yeah. defend myself if I want to, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. what am I going to say? Do, so are you like you guys good with Nini now? Um, TBD. <laughs> I think so. Like, I have no beef with her. I mean, yeah. who cares? Like, shit happens. I've known her so, so long, yeah. like, that it's it's not even, like, worth it. Like, yeah. I'm, she's a grown woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, she's, like, 20, 30 years older than me. Right. Like, why are we beefing? Yeah. But I have so much love and respect for Nini that there's nothing bad I could say about her. I mean, we all know who yeah. Nini is and what yeah. type of person she is. Yeah. I know her as, like, a super funny cool yeah like i've never i, I also like problems. sometimes like not that like things are fake for the camera or whatever but i try to imagine if i was on reality tv 
if I got in beef with someone and it like got like really extra, even if like that was all true, I feel like I would back away from the situation like a week later and like give the person a high five and be like, wow, we just made TV. history." Like that was, you know what? Like we're so petty, but that was some great TV. And if you think about it, I think that really was how Kim and Nini's dynamic was for a a long time because they'll yell at each other. And then they'll just text yeah. each other, want to go get a drink. Right, like, it's right. Just and it's like, like the feelings are genuine. It's not that they're acting. It's just that like everything's so heightened yeah. when there's a camera and all this pressure and like producers mm-hmm. and all of this. Which they make a lot of the problems. They like rev it up. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah. they'll like say, Nini said this at lunch yesterday that you weren't at. And then right. it's like, well, what's up, bitch? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like, what's happening? Uh, but I have, I have no problem with, I don't have, even have a problem with Kenya. I don't, I'm non-confrontational. Yeah, totally. I like to be like super you know low-key yeah. i'm not into Let's not things fight like with that i'm women. not yeah hello i'm <laughs> yeah. not problematic okay yeah. but they yeah. make me problematic yeah yeah for sure um what would you say has been the hardest part of your experience on reality tv and is there anything that you have shared that maybe you wish you could take back oh so many things i mean there's a lot of things that happen on tv that you're like can you delete that and right. they just can't because they're like i oh, don't know it's good tv yeah yeah, yeah 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 the hardest part is definitely trying to to deal with the hate that comes with it because it's never i don't care who you are there is for every lover you have a same amount of haters right um and and that's super difficult um to deal with you have to just stay grounded and be like i know i know me and the people around me who know me and know who i am and know my heart and um all that matters is their thoughts, not yeah. the haters, not the DMs, not these people. Like I don't, it shows more of who these people are right. than who I am. Right. Um, so that's super difficult to deal with. Other than that, like there's really nothing that's bad about it. I mean, I literally feel like I have Hannah Montana, the best girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Do you feel like most of your hate is like, like mostly online? Like yeah. you don't have people like coming up to you and saying no, like, no, nasty no. things. No people, nobody would ever say it in people person. Are freaking cowards. They're, they're yeah. cowards. They wouldn't do it. Did you feel a major shift? I mean, obviously, but like, how was the transition from when your mom switched from doing housewives to doing don't be tardy? Because obviously when it was housewives, you guys had scenes here or there. Yeah. But it was mainly your mom's job to where then when it was Dopey Tardy, it was like, okay, now I'm yeah. a, the main character of the show. And this is like my family's show. How was that switch? Well, like, you have to remember that like I was so young. Right. So How I old were you when you started Don't Be Tardy? I was 14, oh I think. Oh, my gosh. So everybody saw my ugly face. That's why, <laughs> that's why all these people think I've had so much plastic surgery because you saw yeah. me at like 12, If 11. you saw a photo of me, which I've shown you guys on TikTok, <laughs> literally when I was even 18, 19, like yeah. I look completely different. different. And then people just don't understand. Like, of course, I'm not going to look the same at 12 that yeah. I do at 25. Because that's why reality TV is a little difficult too, like especially on our own show. I think that it's like, you we show what we want to show we put right. on kind of like a character it's still us like right. we're not different we're we're my mom's still right. that crazy but you have family drama that's outside of the show yeah we yeah. have things that go on that nobody sees and i'm not i wish people knew like our hearts like i don't know why we have so much hate i don't know where the switch was because yeah. i went back and i actually started watching don't be tardy season one the other day and i got to through season two Cause I never look back and watch it. And yeah. I'm like, my mom is awesome. Like yeah. she's so funny. She's so positive. Like she's such a good person. I don't know when the switch was, but there is so much hate on our family that I just, I don't understand yeah. because I, I really think I'm blessed. I might be biased, but I think I'm blessed with the most incredible parents, siblings. Like I, 
I couldn't imagine living w growing up with yeah. another family. You guys do have a really fun relationship. Yeah, for sure. And they're such good people. Like everybody that lives in at my house are incredible people and yeah. people don't get to see that. I don't know why, but I no, wish that 100%. they could. Your mom is literally the best. Your mom <laughs> almost saved my leg one time. Do you remember that? <laughs> when? When, so I talked about this on the podcast with Tessa when I literally had that flesh eating virus oh, yeah. in my leg yeah. and I posted on my, so if you guys remember, if you guys didn't listen to that episode, long story short, I was in Canada. I thought I had a bug bite and it like spread all over my whole entire body. My, my leg literally looked like petrified wood. <laughs> and like at this point, like I had talked to so many doctors, so many people, whatever. And they were like, you're having an allergic reaction, blah, 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 blah. I posted a photo of it on my, uh, Finsta, which obviously Brielle is on there. And her mom calls me like 20 minutes later and she's like, you need to get to the ER immediately because your mom used to be a nurse yep. and she was like I just sent it to my doctor friend like that is not an allergic reaction or that is not a bug bite you got to go blah, 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 blah. and then I went and I was in the hospital for two days yeah, literally <laughs> no but your mom's literally the best <laughs> speaking of your mom let's talk about when I came to your mom's 40th birthday party and stayed at your house and we found your phone halfway <laughs> in the pool basically if there's one thing about me is i lose my phone almost every time i'm with brielle it's because <laughs> i never lose my phone other than when i'm with you i don't know why i i literally don't know why but can and we then, talk about how you I, lost it yeah. in miami <laughs> Hi. So it's my 21st birthday and we went to Miami and we're all like at Club Live. We're going crazy. It's like 4 a.m. And I decide to like go back with Larsa to like a party at her house and everybody's like, I'm tired. So we're going home, whatever. I'm thinking like I'm hammered and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where Ty is, but like I wasn't really too concerned because like Ty will go to the bathroom and come back like whatever. Yeah. He's a girl man. <laughs> Anyways, I'm at Larsa's house. It's six in the morning. We're heading to um 11, the strip club. Go figure. <laughs> and Ty, my phone's blowing up from Elizabeth. And Ty's like, where the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> I can't find my phone. I got like drugged. Like, I don't know how I made it back here. Like, blah, blah. Ty is so smart. He woke Elizabeth up, took, wrote her password down, put it in her notes, screenshotted it, make it, made it the background on Elizabeth's phone so he could access the phone to come and find me. And then this motherfucker had no phone for his eight hour flight from Miami to LA. That was in like 30 minutes. So from my <laughs> perspective... We're, we're in Miami for Brielle's birthday. We go to this club. I We're at this table, whatever. I remember taking a shot or two, you know, or not seven. too not too much. I don't remember. And then the group split up. Two of the girls went home and then Brielle and I stayed. But then I think what happened is I went to the bathroom and she, Brielle, thought that I went home with the other girls. Probably. And... I, no joke, think I was roofied or drugged or something because let, let it be clear. I can handle my liquor, okay? <laughs> and I don't remember doing that many shots, but I don't know. Next thing I know, it's black. Everything's black. I can't see a thing. I'm being pushed, shoved. All of a sudden, a guy's voice in my ear. What the heck are you doing in here? Get the F out of here. What are you doing? And I literally, I could tell my eyes are open and I cannot see anything. It is black. <laughs> And finally, I blink, I blink, I come to, it is the bodyguard of the club, literally shoving me around, being like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Get out of here. And I open my eyes. All the lights to the club are on. <laughs> it is 6 a.m. I am the only person in the club. Full <laughs> lights on. No one else is in there. I'm like, what the 
fuck is happening? Like, literally, where am I? And the bouncer was so pissed. He was like, you got to go. And I was like, I don't know where my phone is. I don't have a wallet. Like, literally, what is happening? How did you leave? He, ga- he gave me a $20 bill and put me in a cab. And he, and he like, told the cab driver, like, take him wherever he needs to go. And so I, that's where I went to your hotel. So imagine me, a freaking 22-year-old little scrawny gay guy oh, in they Miami. Didn't let you up to yeah, the room, and remember? they wouldn't let me in the room because they're like, uh, sir, you look cracked out and it's literally 6 a.m. I'm not letting you into like a celebrity who's 21 years old bedroom. Yeah. And so finally I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I have to get up there. And finally security escorts me up there and they have to walk into the room with me and wake up Lib and be like, ma'am, is this guy staying with you? And she's like, yeah. What the heck? <laughs> and I'm like, Lib, where's Brielle? I'm thinking Brielle's going to be in the room and that they just thought I, I don't know, was sucking a dick somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> and literally she's not there. So I'm like, Lib, what's your password? Get her password. Make it her. I write it in the notes, screenshot it, make it the wallpaper. Brielle's like, I'm at 11. Come pick me up. I'm at the strip club. I was like, fuck you. Where even are you? What the heck? And she's like, I thought you left this one. I'm like, I've been on the bathroom floor for the last six hours. I don't know where I am. And this is how I know I was roofied because I was not hungover one bit. Oh, I didn't have one bit of a headache, nothing. I Like once I woke up, I was completely fine. Someone was trying to take advantage of you. But literally then I had literally in 45 minutes a flight to catch and the whole plane ride, I didn't have a phone and I had to drive straight from LAX to the Apple store. Yeah, you were like, I remember you being like, I don't even know how to get to the fucking Apple store. No, literally, because I hadn't been in LA for that long and no one knows how to get anywhere in LA. Like everyone uses maps. If it's farther than Melrose, I don't know how to get there. I'm going to (laughs) need maps. And let's just say it was a struggle. It was a struggle for sure. That was uh, back in the Fergie days. Um, No, but then at your mom's birthday... You guys found me drunk, passed out in your in shower. shower. Like you were half in the shower. Veneers down on the floor. <laughs> half on the shower, legs hanging out of Corey the shower. Corey was like, get him the fuck out of your room. <laughs> Corey was like freaking oh, out. Oh, no, because then you guys went to put me to sleep in your brother's room. Yep. And he was like, he's not sleeping on the beds. He's well, going to throw up. And I was like, I promise because I will. Because someone just <laughs> threw up in all over my fucking movie theater chairs uh, in the basement. And Corey was scrubbing there with like the HVAC system, like cleaning the shit up and was like, fuck this. And I remember... <laughs> Ty's phone. We couldn't find Ty's phone. And I got on Find My Friends and I was tracking it like in my house. We're like, like we know it's out. here. It, yeah. And it was like halfway on the ledge, like basically <laughs> in the pool. And it was like, why is it here? Like, Literally walking around at 7 a.m. for like hours trying to find this phone. Yeah. Like how did this happen? Oh my gosh. Who knows? That was a fun night. That party was so fun. <laughs> that was the only time I made it on Don't Be Tardy. That's the only episode <laughs> I've also ever watched. <laughs> You asshole. I know. I need to go back and watch. I'll, I'll, I'll give you your royalties. Okay. So what people don't know about Riel is that you're obsessed. Out of all the celebrities that you could be obsessed with and out of all the celebrities that you have connections with, why Eminem? I need to know. I need to know the background story. I also need to know how you haven't made it happen for you to meet him yet because you've met literally every other celebrity. You've seen them all in concert. Like what is happening? What is the Eminem thing? <sighs> Fucking Eminem. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I remember being at Sweetie's house. Um... When I was like five or six years old. Who's Sweetie? Sweetie is, she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta with my mom. She was our assistant. Oh, okay. Assistant, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking really like the artist Sweetie. I'm no. like, you know her? Her name from is back like then? literally Sweetie Hughes. Yummy. Oh Sweetie Yummy Hughes is what Stop. she was, is her birth name. An icon. So I was at her house because she was like a couple years older than me and her sister and I were best friends. So every day after school, my mom was still at work. I would just hang out at her house till my mom got home. And they used to watch BET Top 20 Countdown. Well, I'm watching it. And one day I see Eminem doing cleaning out my closet and i'm like what the fuck i love this (laughs) at five years old 
And I don't know why he my mom. He was cleaning out his closet? Song. Clean out my. Oh my God. I'm gonna oh, it's a song. Yeah, okay. <laughs> really, Tyson? You don't fucking know that song? No, I'm like, wait, what is happening? He, there was a show on MTV called Cleaning Out My No, closet. it's BT Top 20 Countdown. It's like the best songs like at the time. Oh, okay, okay. Top 20 Countdown. Eminem, Clean Out My Closet was like number one. Of course. Hello. And so I don't know why my mom continued to let me listen to him at five years old because he's like, slut, you think Literally. I won't choke no whores till the vocal cords don't work in her throat no more? And it's like, what are you listening to? But um, I was just like obsessed with him ever since. And like that was kind of his prime era when in like the early 2000s when I was growing up like five or six years old listening. Yeah. And of course it was like my mom would let me listen to it uncensored or censored. Like yeah. it didn't have like the yeah. fuck you Pussy and all that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever. But I love him and I've always loved him and I have so much respect for him as an artist. Like nobody can do what he does. I don't give a fuck. Anybody who tries to argue with me that Tupac's better or Biggie or Jay-Z, like, no, he, they're, they're not. They I can't also do feel it. like he's gotten so much hotter in oh, the last he like, looks two or three years. Hot. I think it's because he like got sober and like stopped drinking he or whatever. Is. He looks fucking good. He looks amazing. When I just saw him perform at the VMAs, yeah. I was like, ooh, come on, daddy. And his, his art. Mr. Slim Shady. Of course, Ariana and him have the same birthday like why not me stop why couldn't i have fucking why couldn't i be born october 17th Tell i'm me. dead so he'll be 50 this year and he is he's gonna be stack. 50 yeah 50 okay he looks real good oh shit i gotta stop drinking <laughs> literally <laughs> shit. eminem is like a hermit he stays at his house he doesn't leave he's like the hardest Where celebrity does he live? in the world to touch uh detroit and so when okay. i went to michigan to go pick up my dog I was driving around trying to find his house. I was definitely Googling his addresses. Like, hey, like, where Have you are seen you? him in concert? I saw him at Coachella a couple of years ago. Okay. Oh, yes. I was there. I yep. remember. And then I saw him at the Super Bowl this year. Right. And that was it. It's like, how did, how was there not a connect for you to swing on in there? Give him a handshake. Dude, I, I don't understand. It is. If he goes on tour, I know I have it in the bag because I have right. a lot of friends who yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. know. You can go like backstage. Yep. And, yeah. 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 And I know it will happen one day. No, it will. They say don't meet your heroes, but like, he's not really a hero. I just like respect yeah, and yeah. love him. And I'm like, I have got to meet this motherfucker right, before right. he crows. He also seems like pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like, I feel like he would be he's, like sweet. I've seen so many interviews of Eminem. Like I just sit and watch them all the time. And he's like, um, left-handed people think differently than right-handed because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, like their brains are just wired differently. Yeah. So he's a little different for sure. And kind of, um, unrelatable because he's a genius. Like he's so smart. He knows every single word in the dictionary. Yeah. So I don't know if I could really relate to him. I just want to be like, I want to be like right next to him. Yeah. Like I am with yeah, you yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I also, the one thing about Eminem Literally, I love Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey is an icon, obviously. But Eminem's diss track to my Mariah Carey is one of the best diss tracks I've ever wow, heard. Like, respect. have you ever have you ever heard it? Bagpipes from Baghdad. Yeah. Oh my god! Like he just goes so all in that. No, it's not that. Not that one. The warning. Oh, the warning. The warning. Yeah. I can't even say the word. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to make this an explicit and podcast. Then, then from is, that, we got obsessed. Yeah, which like that's which is like, obviously obsessed is amazing and like fun and a bop. Like I would listen to that. But the other one, like I want to enrage too. Like I want to like punch a person when I listen to that song. Let's play it tonight. Literally, we'll play it. We'll play it. We'll rage to it. <laughs> Um, okay, so before we end it, let I, I, I just need a life update. Tell everyone what you're working on. Is there anything new coming up with Cab? Any plans to move out? Like, what's the vibe? What's the vibe? So, you know. Um, I know, I know. You got to tell the peeps. I we, already got exclusive. We, me and Ariana are working on something. We will be back on your TV screens very soon. Um, and Ty will actually be a part of it Ooh. as well. We are probably most likely moving to L.A. within the next couple of months. Finally. And we will be neighbors and alcoholics. <laughs> and are, I, 
the thing I'm most excited for between that whole story is that Ariana gets to move out of that fucking room. <laughs> Ariana, that's probably what she's so excited Ariana, about, too. Ariana, paint the walls. Like, what is happening? You are a, a 20-year-old adult. My mom won't let her. Please look up photos of Ariana's <laughs> please, room. Please look please. it up, guys. You can you can Google it. It is fucking <laughs> terrible. She's never there because she's like, Mom, I can't. Like, I literally, who wants to look it's at this It's literally room? the room for a six-year-old girl. It was her six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but my mom's saving it for Kaya, so she's like, because the it. walls. like Even Kaya's room is like more adult than yeah, hers. Yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> um, but so that's happening. That'll be really fun and exciting. So and fun. Then, How's Cab doing? Amazing. You love? Cab's great. I mean, all the companies are doing really well right now. We're so blessed. Um, we're working on a lot of new things. I'm working on a new company. Ooh. Me and Ariana are, which you'll see. It'll play out on this next project that we're Ooh. doing, too. So you guys will have, like, all the inside scoop from that. Can't wait. Can't wait. Wait, tell the people about Twitch also. Oh, we are. Croy and I started a Twitch account, which, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with Twitch, it's, like, just, like, an easy way to stream. It's basically, like, Instagram Live, but, like, a platform for it. And a lot of people do like they they stream gambling or they stream playing Fortnite or other games or like just chatting. And so Croy and I um, started it. It's actually going to be all all of us in the family. I think my mom's doing a Twitch stream like tonight or something, too. But it's like Q&A's. We're going to be reacting to TikToks live. We're going to be just like fucking around, chatting, playing games, kind of just like a more way to see us and get to know us. Do you um, guys have like a set schedule with that? No, it's kind of just like whenever we're just trying to tune in on the gram. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, of course, Corey and I are just looking at each other at the house and we're like, <laughs> you want to go stream real quick? And we'll actually sit down there for like five or six hours yeah. and just like talk to I people. It's so fun chatting with everybody. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's a really good way for Croy and I to bond too, because like you yeah. know, if you know Kim and Croy, they don't fucking leave each yeah, other's yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they do leave each other's side, they're on the phone with each other. I love that. So um, it's really cool actually getting to do that with Croy right now. Um, and Twitch is Twitch is an amazing platform, so you guys should ch definitely check it out. It's called Da Beermans, D A Beermans. That's love. our account. So oh my gosh, yes, go check it out. Go watch Don't Be Tardy. Go watch Real Houses of Atlanta. Go download Tardy for the party. Go, go download Tardy for the party. Stream it everywhere. Go check out Brielle on her Instagram. Watch her on Twitch. And stay tuned for future projects to come. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Then. Thank you so much for coming. I love you. I love you more. Now let's go take a shot. Come on. <laughs> let's go take a shot. <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening, listening and stay tuned for next week.